Thanks so much for downloading this expository-style devotional from Truth Matters Church. You can connect with us today at truthmatterschurch.org. Our devotional today is titled, In the Book of Life, and is from our study in Philippians. I'm Associate Pastor Jeremy. After an urging to stand firm in the Lord in Philippians 4 verse 1, and immediately before one of the most memorable exhortations about rejoicing in the circumstances that God has placed us in, Philippians 4 verses 4 to 9, the Apostle Paul drops in a brief appeal for help addressing an issue between two women in the church, and yet he wraps it with an incredible promise of eternal hope. In Philippians 4, verses 2-3, he wrote, I urge Euodia and I urge Sentuke to live in harmony in the Lord. Indeed, true companion, I ask you also to help these women who have shared my struggle in the cause of the gospel, together with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. These two women Paul mentions here, Euodia and Sentuke, are not mentioned anywhere else in Scripture. Everything we know of them can be found in these two verses. These were women who shared in Paul's difficult work to further the gospel, and based on their names, we can assume they were likely Greek converts to the faith. They were part of the church family in Philippi and were having some kind of dispute or argument, which was big enough that news of it made it to Paul. Just like we experience today, no church is perfect, and when you get a group of people together, even in missional work, differences materialize. Paul asked his true companion to help these women be of the same mind. That's the literal translation of live in harmony. It is difficult to tell if true companion, which in the Greek means more of a yoke fellow, as in two yoked oxen pulling a cart together, if that's singular or plural. Since Philippians opens with a general address to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, including the overseers and deacons, it's safe to assume that this request is directed at one of the latter or maybe a senior leader of the church and not at the whole body of believers. The request for help then expands as Paul mentioned another believer, Clement, and the rest of Paul's fellow workers. This again gives some credence to the idea that this call for assistance is directed to a specific elder or leaders of the church since it is more broad-scoped in nature. But more importantly, Paul reminds readers that all these saints have their names written in the book of life. Except for a single reference in Psalm 69 verse 28, this is the only other time we see an allusion to the book of life outside of Revelation, where it is mentioned seven times. The Bible closes with the Apostle John being given an astonishingly detailed vision of heavenly events that span millennia. And one of these was the great and final judgment, which will happen at the end of Christ's 1,000-year reign on earth, where every person, great and small, will stand before God the Father, and he will search this book of life for names. If a person's name is found written in the book of life, they will be saved from his wrath and ushered into the new heaven and earth that he has prepared as an eternal dwelling place with the saints and their Savior. However, for those whose name is not found written in the book— they are judged according to their sins and sent away into eternal damnation and separation from God. Reference Revelation 20, verse 12 through 21, verse 9. The Bible doesn't tell us why or on what basis God chose to write believers' names in this mysterious book, but it does say that He did so long before we were born. 
Paul says in Ephesians 1 verse 4 that God the Father chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. And this is echoed by John in Revelation 13:8, where he wrote, All who dwell on the earth will worship him, speaking of the Antichrist, everyone whose name has not been written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who has been slain. This is yet another stunning reminder that Scripture offers of our eternal security and the hope and assurance that we have with Jesus Christ. God has written the name of every true Christian in this heavenly book. And since before the earth was formed and even a thousand years from now, those who abide in Christ are perfectly sheltered in the Savior. So with this in mind, how should we treat our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ? How are we to act when our differences bubble to the surface? We mustn't allow minor disputes, personal frustrations, or our own pride to prevent us from being truly yoked together in the work of the gospel. As we've learned many times before, and we see again here today, we must stand firm in the Lord, united as the single body of Christ, being of the same mind, just as God the Father and Jesus Christ the Son stand unequivocally united in everything that they do. After all, if we believe what the Word says here, all of our names are written together in the book of life. So in light of this, small disagreements or rifts with fellow believers should really seem now to be totally inconsequential. Thank you again so much for downloading this expository-style devotional from Truth Matters Church. We would like to invite you to join our Friday evening Bible studies, our small group meets in Lincoln, California, and we also stream live on Sermon Audio and our website, truthmatterschurch.org. Again, you can find out more and connect with us at truthmatterschurch.org. Have a blessed day.